This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Hi, and welcome to Transitional Changes Mission Podcast Show. This is your host, Queen Summers. And King Summers. We thank you for tuning in with us tonight. This is Sunday night, Sunday evening, actually. And this is one of the first shows on that will be added with our other shows. So we have two shows now that will be airing on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. and Sunday night at 6 p.m. And we thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us at tcmissionspeaks at gmail.com. And yes, my people, that will be very appreciated. We love the people and appreciate the people that has been listening to our show and participating in all the movements. We really appreciate that. So, what's the topic for tonight, King? Materialism and youth obesity. Oh, wow. Wow, we, we've all been on various social media platforms and saw friends and associates and even family members. Endless pictures of cars and yachts and shoes and mansions and swimming pools and various vacations, which offers, after viewing something that, after you've seen a few dozen, sometimes becomes disoriented, and even distressing, leaving some with the notion that the pictures are, of course, intended to incite envy. They reek instead of desperation. The young men and women of 2020 seem lost in their designer clothes and dwarfed and dehumanized by their possessions as if ownership has gone into reverse. What do you have to say about that? I'm going to get a definition of materialism. Materialism, possession, and physical comfort is more important than spiritual value. Mm. That is the definition of it. Basically, it's saying you put materialistic things over spiritual things or friends. or This is the philosophy of it. The philosophy of it is that nothing exists except matter. And it is movements and modifications. So... Mass is catered to materialistic things, things that probably consist of some type of weight or form. That is what we are talking about is the accumulation or the want of those materialistic things, which leads to a lot of questions that we are going to ask to our audience. How do you value yourself? Or how do you look at yourself for attaining these things? How far will you go to get them? Or just listen to me. Or my queen wife give our advice and our opinions about how we look at materialistic things. The movement of this show is to enhance your knowledge about materialistic things or how you view it or how would you attain it. How does that fit into your lifestyle? That's right. That's right. And materialism forces us into comparison with the possessions of others. A race, both crudely illustrated and crudely propelled by the toxic uh, websites that are out there. There is no end to it. 
If you have four Rolexes while another person has five, you're a Rolex short of contentment. The material pursuit of self-esteem reduces your self-esteem. So looking back at this Black Friday that went along, the numbers as far as people shopping online and shopping in stores is a lot lower because it seems as if people are finally coming to a realization that these material possessions, they are limited. They're like, what, self-esteem boosters? Yes, my queen, and that was something that I was willing to touch up on, and it was this Black Friday. And hopefully everybody did a great budget and attained some things that they think they need in their lives or gifts to others. Yeah. Which is pretty good, or not. But we hope you didn't break the bank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but materialism, you have to look at to the history of it. And I'm just going to touch up on some, some of the knowledge that I look at or perceive it to how I am today mm-hmm. or the growth of me. Now, I'm not going to take away from the youth that I was. I do reflect back on the mentality that I had when I was a young man coming into young adult hood and things of that nature Mm -hmm. and that mind state that i had is probably the same typical mind state that i prayed that by our show and some of the youth that's listening hit the brakes Mm -hmm. but i know myself some people was telling me it was going out of one year after another that just was that endurance or the hypertension that i had that i wanted to get something that is attained by being conditioned Right, right. This society has been conditioned to the human race of status quo of what you have. Mm-hmm. And that is global. And yes. not all places in the global atmosphere that it, there is materialistic things involved into their society. I mean, you can look on National Geographic any day and see some tribes that's living in the Amazon forest that don't know nothing about no TV, re- restrict any type of technology coming into their village. And they have leaves as clothes. <laughs> yes. But we might sit here and laugh about it, but look at the ways of their mentality, the harmony that that village might right. have. Right. You can look at the harmony of how we are. And I'm not here to say that it's wrong or right. It's just that, to me, of growth, maturity, I have came to realize that, I can't take none of this stuff with me. <laughs> right, right. And I should emphasize that this is not about differences between rich and poor. The poor can be as susceptible to materialism as the rich. It is a general social affliction that is visited upon us by government policy, corporate strategy, the collapse of communities and civic life, and our just overall being in a system that is eating us from the inside out. And that's materialism. This is a dreadful mistake we are making. Allowing ourselves to believe that having more money and more stuff enhances our well-being. It's a belief possessed not only by those poor deluded people, but by almost every member of almost every government. Worldly ambition, material aspiration, perpetual growth. These are a formula for mass unhappiness. Yes, my people. And society has conditioned people to be that way. And the more I go into my studies, is it wrong for society to be distracted? That's what I feel like. The more that I release my handle on 
attaining materialistic things, I started more returning back to myself. It helped me clear out the all what I call distractions, which is materialistic things or the way of obtaining things in this society. But at the same time, materialism for the human race looks like it gives the excitement out of life. Right, right. And sometimes I would say, and I send my condolences to a lot of people when I was growing up as a young man, uh, people getting killed over some of those things, even to this day. Right. I would even say that with that, you see in Hollywood, the people that has done a good job and what they craft in, they are able to attain some more materialistic things than the other. But at the same time, I would say that on a spiritual level, that to me is a distraction to learning yourself. I always say to a lot of people that it will take a lifetime to go from the internal organs that you have to learn them if you're not a doctor or want to be interested in those organs or what they does. That's why sometimes I, why I think that you got to go to school for a long period of time to learn all these different avenues of what's inside your body. Mm-hmm. Then you have that external things that's of your distance of a force field that you walk around in. And that, to me, is energy. Mm-hmm. That can take a lifetime. Martial arts touch on that. Um, Yoda tech touch on that. And Buddhism. Buddhism, to me, is a great avenue of a spiritual journey. It's not a religion, but when I did the studies of it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. It says that a person that wants to attain rewards is obtaining that reward for the reality that they live in. Oh. And it is somewhat the reality that you will be stuck in, even in this realm or out of this realm. And it says that by attaining more rewards to yourself, it will be more harder for you to escape the will of life. Meaning that times recycle, and the more that you learn in this cycle, you might reincarnate back and try again and keep trying again repeatedly until you get the ultimate goal that most religions says that a person needs to attain in life, and that's ultimate unconditional love. Right. An impressive body of psychological research seems to support these feelings, It suggests that materialism, a trait that can afflict both rich and poor, and which the researchers define as a value system that is preoccupied with possessions and the social image they project, is both socially destructive and self-destructive. It smashes the happiness and peace of mind of those who who succumb to it. It's associated with anxiety, depression, and broken relationships. And if you are experiencing this or any one of these associations with materialism, we have an array of numbers available on our website at transitionalchangesmission.wordpress.com. Look at our blog and scroll down to helpful numbers. Yes, my people. And that's one reason why we came up with this topic to discuss current events. I mean, current events in 2020 has been changed by a pandemic but the negative of the pandemic there always is something good within that pandemic 
And as we're experiencing these different pandemic emotions that is catering or hindering our life from doing what we was used to doing. As I look back at it, it has slowed down life for a lot of people. And a lot of people might be upset about that or have misunderstanding or having a brain overload. But there is a lot of things going on that right. has people in overload. But with that said, with the materialistic things has dropped down. I'm pretty sure the sales from Black Friday from compared to last year to now has dropped. Sales of things that wouldn't even end Black Friday. Cars, homes, TVs, clothes, toys, everything has been probably dropped down in the sale projections of last year. It is. And I say that that might be kind of good as we go with time and moving forward with this pandemic. I mean, you might have enough stuff in your house already. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It needs to be donated. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Or your kids, you might just realize that instead of me buying this object just because she wanted or he wanted for Christmas, they ain't going to play with it after six months after Christmas. Right. You might be able to save a lot of coins in your financial situations and make priorities over the materialistic things that your child might want or even yourself might want. Um, I think all those avenues are kind of in a positive lane because the way society is set up now, currency has your status quo. Mm-hmm. The more currency that you have in your accounts or around you, the more you are good in life. But yet to say, in my eyes, it doesn't. I mean, I look at things totally different. Uh, I pray that people join me on this quest to embellish yourself to sit down and go at a slower pace in life, to sit around and be able to see what's going on in your surrounding fields. Like I say, you might be able to do spring cleaning, winter cleaning. Like Queen Summers was saying, you can donate a lot of things to the need. So um, materialistic things combined with a lot of related. For instance, I'm saying, like I was just touching up on currency. Currency helps you buy the materialistic things that you want. The way society says you have to work for the things that you want to attain, that paycheck or currency to get those things that you want. Material is that the only thing that can truly proven, that can be truly proven to exist is matter. Thus, according to materialism, all things are composed of material and all phenomena are the result of material interactions with no accounting of spirit or consciousness. As well as a general concept in metaphysics, it is more specifically applied to the mind-body problem in philosophy of mind. Now, philosophy of mind, ladies and gentlemen, is the branch of philosophy that studies the nature of the mind, mental events, mental functions, mental properties, and consciousness and its relationship to the physical body. It intersects to some extent with the fields of neurobiology, computer science, and psychology. In common use, the word materialist refers to a person for whom collecting material goods is an important priority or who primarily pursues wealth and luxury or otherwise displays conspicuous consumption This can be more accurately termed economic materialism. 
with its instance on a single basic substance. It is a type of monism as opposed to dualism of or pluralism, and it can also be considered a variety of naturalism. Naturalism is the belief that nature is all exists and that all things supernatural therefore do not exist. It stands like the related concept of physicalism in contrast to idealism, also known as immaterialism. Physicalism, however, has evolved with the physical sciences to incorporate far more sophisticated notions of physicality than just matter, for example, wave-particle relationships and non-material forces produced by particles. Materialism is when you're in that realm of thinking or from what I see with people in from the past or myself, it attains different types of emotions. It feels like that person that attained that is an accomplishment. And I don't blame that person because until that person have the knowledge of it, that they have been conditioned to be like that. It's just to say that people has the ambition to be able to be in competitive ways in materialistic world. And we are setting up ourselves to where I look at it is might be hurting Mother Earth. As an example, a person that has a large sum of money. And I used to, I'm not to say that I didn't not want for these things never in my life, but like I said, the more I grew, the more with the environment of naturalism and the way that I look at Mother Earth now with the climax and the future of our youth, it's a lot of big materialistic things that I feel that we do not need to show accomplishment. For instance, a mansion. A mansion to me for one person, I asked my audience, would this, have you ever looked at it like this for a person that's in a sport or at a CEO at a company or the entrepreneur that has made it substantially to a point to where they might have over hundreds and millions or billions of dollars in their account. They are able to attain 20 acres, 10 bathrooms, 20 bedrooms, a guest house, a maid's quarters, 30,000 square footage home <laughs> in the middle of nowhere or in the middle of the city or the town that you live in. And I, it doesn't make me jealous of that person. I'm just looking at it now from the maturity that I am for one person. Yet alone, don't forget about transportation. They got 10 different Lamborghinis and... A helicopter pad. <laughs> pad and everything. <laughs> we had a show on current conditions of the climates. It was catering and talking about the weight capacity, which is some scientist says that it has a certain weight. The earth has a certain weight capacity. Mm-hmm. And when you look at one person attaining all the things, I look at it like for them, I can see the emotions of having that ability to be able to go out and purchase that. Mm-hmm. Maybe be another person, a salesperson, or maybe your your family and friends. The emotions that you are now keen. Because you got the biggest house on the block. Because you got the best car in the neighborhood. Or the notion that you made it above society status quo for the average individual. 
in reality is you have the guy at the end of your street on the next street over or the next intersection over standing up holding the sign. He didn't make it. So if we are all our reflections of each other, if you didn't make it, then I didn't make it either. So regardless of what you're driving and regardless of how you're living, everybody's not living like you. And the reality of that is there is that disconnection of unity among each other. Yes, it's just like if there was a situation where it was pounds of gold and silvers and diamonds and whatever you look at that is value to this in this world, you had split seconds to either run for your life or you go back to gain something that you think that's going to carry you on in the future. And there is a time that you might have to think about that, but it's only one second. <laughs> and I think a lot of people have lost their lives over that or put themselves in danger just to attain a future of what is the conditions that it has been brought up in. Then on the other hand, that I can say that we have proof now that materialistic things that people are accumulating is adding no more weight to this world. And from that, we are attaining more sinkholes. More sinkholes that's happening might not happen where that house was specifically built at. There's a mansion right there, but 10 blocks down, a whole huge sinkhole might happen mm -hmm. due to the weight that is of that mansion. So I look at it like, like I was stating earlier that I look at it like more of a naturalism way of living. And I myself try to learn how to mix the two. Family does that. We try to purchase things that we need and not be assessed with it to a point to where the saying is the things that you ask for them from a higher power or from a next person. If you can't give those things away that you asking for, what is the need for you having it? That's right. So stick around for our next part of materialism after the break. We thank you for tuning in and listening. If you would like to take the time out to share our show, that would be greatly appreciated. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we are also available at transitionalchangesmission.wordpress.com. And also, don't forget to hit follow button on podbeam.com. All you have to do is go to podbeam.com. Type in Transitional Changes Mission. And the website should pop up and it has a follow button up there. Hit follow and therefore you will be notified or alerted when new shows come up. Thank you so much. But we appreciate you. Stay with us. We'll keep on continuing discussing what's going on with the materialism. Thank you so much. Love you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome back to the Transitional Changes Mission Podcast Show with your host, King Summers. And your host, Queen Summers. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, my people. We're glad you are tuning in. We really appreciate that. We hope that we are touching up on some current events. One of the reasons why we are talking about materialism and youth obesity is we feel like that is a current event. We just had Thanksgiving this last thursday and we are doing shopping for the next holiday which is christmas that's right that's right and according to carl marx he is the society economics and history along with frederick Engels. they both propose well carl marx proposed for human beings to survive They need to produce and reproduce the material requirements of life. And this production is carried out through a division of labor based on very definite production relations between people. These relations form the economic base of society and are themselves determined by the mode of production which is in force. For example, tribal society, ancient society, capitalism, socialism, and societies, and their cultural and institutional superstructures naturally move from stage to stage when the dominant class is displaced by a new emerging class in a social and political upheaval. Although Marx himself said that he was only proposing a guideline for historical research, by the 20th century, The concept of historical materialism had become a keystone of modern communist doctrine. Wow. And yes, it has. I feel like that too, my queen. The way that I look at things and trying to influence my people, the audience, spread the word about downsizing. Through this pandemic and to the future, I pray that some of the things that we have downsized on due to this pandemic keep the movement going. Right. Because I think the world will be a better place. I mean, I think a lot of unity is going to happen. A lot of things might start turning the curve, especially with a vaccine coming out and the hopes of this pandemic being over with. But to say that it's still here right now and we have a holiday coming up, it doesn't make sense for us to be struggling and trying to add more problems to the overload problems that you have going on in majority of society of going to cater to making your child or yourself happy. In our household, we have came more closer than ever. And a lot of things that I'm not traditionalized on, I try to Explain that to my young children. And I pray, I know that it would be hard to explain things to 
of age, a young man or a young woman of in their teens or even an eight-year-old, I think that is complicated. But find creative ways to explain to your child to maybe lead up to their generation to look at this as the past of us going exuberant on Black Friday, the doors, people running over each other. Now we got more things going to the internet, shipping and of that nature. A lot more social distancing things are coming out of this pandemic that I feel that should have been going on before the pandemic. Right, right. But with it still being here, we pray from the Transition to Changes mission that the good thing that's coming out of this pandemic is downsizing. I don't feel that a child, or I know that I'm not raising my child to be a materialistic child. She will be more consciously aware of the choices that she make when it comes to material consumption. She will not overcompensate for anything of the past that she knows only modern history of. So from Transitional Changes Mission, we challenge you to make it your mission to speak with your loved ones and your children and your grandchildren about consuming materials and and what is the reasoning behind it and how can you make it better. Not saying don't go out and buy anything, just watch what you buy so that it doesn't become over-exuberant. Yes, my people, because, you know, they throwing all these toys commercials on tv was getting on my nerves every time they come on my my child said daddy i want that i want this i want that <laughs> and some of the things she don't even know what she want but she just see the influence of it they show the christmas music going on and you know that's how children are and i try to attain those things but my mentality now with this pandemic will give her unconditional love that's one thing that this show promotes is to change the mind state from the materialist ways of doing things to the reality way of doing things. Even with Thanksgiving being changed this year that we had a show on and thanks to the audience for tuning in to that show, we was giving out creative ways to do Thanksgiving different this year, maybe with Zoom or this being a family of four in the household instead of going outside and mingling with all your family members and doing those things has been changed to containment of just being wholesome with your family. Which brings us to the next topic of worldwide youth obesity. The greatest threat to any species has always been starvation. When humans had to forage for their greens and hunt for their proteins, a little extra meat on a person's bones meant things were good. Obesity is preventable. Children tend to eat what their parents eat. Most of the world's population live in countries where overweight and obesity kills more people than underweight. Wow. Touch up on that. Obesity is the same with anything. I mean, what we are closing out on on materialism, if you be obesity with it, it shows the internal reward. Even with food anything that you consume if you overdo it it's obesity and most of the time anything that has the obesity in front of it is a negative word (laughs) i mean it's just a negative word concept of you over drilling 
and what you are rewarding yourself with. It's obsessive. I mean, the highest number of obese children lives in China, like 28 million, followed by the United States at 13 million. India is at 7.5 million. Brazil is at 5.2 million. And Mexico is at 5.1 million. Egypt, Indonesia, Turkey, Pakistan, and Iraq, they complete the top 10 countries. And Nauru is the most obese country in the whole world with 61% of its population having a body mass index higher than 30. And there are way too many. Over 340 million children and adolescents ages 5 to 19 were overweight or obese in 2019. And that is to say that it's hard to stop a person that is conditioned to recondition themselves, yet alone their body, to turning down the knob on eating or buying or purchasing things. Mm-hmm. When you look at the big picture, it's a reward to you. And this advice to you or how I feel that I can help you try to help your mind turn the table is that you can't take these things with you. And with obesity, with food of your youth, it can hurt them more of to when they do get older, they think that is the normalcy of it. To a point where they might be questioning their parents. Why you feed me all that food, mom? Why you give me uh, all these sugar things that they are maybe to look back at it when they start to try to change that. They might be upset with another person. But yet alone, it always boils down to nobody but yourself. And even if you don't want to do the research awareness, you listening to the show, you know, taking the actual steps into solutions to hear the whys and the hows you are already beginning to make a conscious decision to change so i want to thank all of our listeners and everybody out there who hear our voice right now speaking about this topic and helping you to come up with some solutions at the individual level of what you can do to help your family help your child help yourself and so One of the things I would like to say that people can limit their energy intake from a total of fats and sugar. They can increase consumption of fruit and vegetables. They can engage in regular physical activity, 60 minutes a day for children and 150 minutes spread throughout the week for adults. That's all you need. Individual responsibility can only have its full effect where people have access to a healthy lifestyle. Therefore, at the societal level, it is important to support individuals in the following recommendations. Through sustained implementation of evidence-based and population-based policies that make regular physical activity and healthier dietary choices available, affordable, and easily accessible to everyone, particularly to the poorest individuals. The food industry can also play a significant role and promoting healthy diets, King, by reducing the fat, sugar, and salt content of their processed foods, ensuring that healthy and nutritious choices are available and afforded to all consumers, and restricting marketing of foods high in sugars and salts and fats, especially those foods aimed at children and teenagers, 
I mean, my children love looking at cartoons, but I cannot stand the commercials that come up with the fruit roll-ups and the gushers <laughs> and all the all the little candies and all the fruit snacks. So, I, I mean, you know, they can ensure the availability of healthy food choices and also come up with some commercials supporting regular physical activity practices. We pray for the ones that we are not leaving out. From us having knowledge of looking at different shows like Dr. Fields and other type of shows showing a parent that has tried all these avenues and a child is still being physical with them or having mental breakdowns mm-hmm. of not being able to eat right. or be able to get that reward to themselves. So we pray with you and we have a hotlines that hopefully people can reach out to to get help with this because it is a fighting battle. I mean, you might be in your late 40s, early 40s, or 30s, or even in your early 20s. Your child is going to be a reflection of you, and you don't want to be ending up being in your senior life looking at your child going through health issues that could have been prevented from you conditioning them from eating the way that they ate when they was younger. Or eating the way that you eat. Now you're on a weight loss journey, but here your youth is, they are still at obesity rate. So really, you are conditioning yourself to a healthy life, but you're forgetting about the child back here. Grab their hand, bring them back up, because children tend to eat what their parents eat. So if you change your diet to pescatarian, guess what? The whole family is pescatarians now. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And also watch that BM. Body mass. You can look that up for different heights and ages. You don't have to be a perfection at it, but at least give it a try because our youth is our future. That's right. With that said, we just need to do and participate in this movement with Transition to Change's mission of communication. That's one thing that I feel that could be explained to a young child the reason why mama and daddy has cut down on snacks. Reason why we are eating on a schedule. Reason why your plate now is starting to be smaller for your BM. I think these kids now are coming out talking. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I feel that a lot of communication things that your parents might then touch on with you, you can change that today. Or make the transition towards the change. So you have a choice. Help your child understand that there are choices. And we urge individuals in the medical and scientific community as well to seek a better understanding of the biological factors that maintain obesity and to approach it as a disease that cannot be reliably prevented or cured with currently methodologies. So it's time for everyone to open up in a brand new way to come up with ways that would be able to support that obesity is not a simple matter of calories in versus calories out. I know one thing, I can give y'all something that can scare your kids from eating. (laughs) It even scares me when I looked up this and got this knowledge and making me even do more research on the food or the food that's out here that's available for you to eat. And one thing that I read up on was, it was an ad saying that, 95% of the grocery foods 
that you see in your grocery store is not real. It's not designed for human consumption. Even when as far as the fruits, vegetables. Can be genetically modified. And from the experience of me going to the country and way down into the south and I was upon a family that was eating off the land, had their own farm in a backyard to a point to where I said, um, where Joe at? And he said he's in the refrigerator. <laughs> but uh, by me eating a chicken leg from down there, it was like one bite. <laughs> I mean, that was the smallest chicken leg I ever seen in my life. And he said that chicken was rose. By him, he knew everything that that chicken ate. No steroids or none of that was inside that chicken. And that was the reason why the size of it was less bigger than my hand. So maybe you can explain these things to your child or to your neighbors and friends. Watch what you eat because it does come out into your pores. And one of the things that most of all the religions that I have read up on has said, hunt for your food intake. Basically, that's what a large majority of the religion says. And pray over. I took that in accountability and look at some of the philosophies of that. And basically what it was saying to me, when I go fishing and I pull that fish out the water, I know what type of fish that is. I could take a picture now of this technology and it would tell me what type of fish that is. If I had a farm in my backyard, which I am working on. <laughs> Very soon. Yes. I would know what the animals that I'm feeding, what they are consuming. Right. To right. be able to consume into my body. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these philosophies that is in many religious books are telling something to the knowledge of how reality should be as you carry yourself on in this realm. Meaning that if you kill it, you know what you are killing and you know the avenues of what you are about to eat. The difference in that within the grocery stores, you don't know where or you can do the research on it. They have done, un I seen one time they done an undercover filming of a particular grocery store food chain, what you would call slaughterhouse of animals that there was being able to produce into the grocery stores mm -hmm. and it was a lot of flaws in that they have yes they had the food and drug administration they got us to be able to watch what we eat and have the questions of what we eat so i'm asking to the community before you go purchase something do the research on it i mean i can would take it as far as learn all you can of what you are intaking into your vessel Yes, because the onset of psychiatric and psychological symptoms and disorders is so prevalent among obesity and youth that it's, it's, it affects the self-esteem so much it becomes a detrimental psychosocial domain. And the overall quality of life in turn is depressing. And you add that to a pandemic and it's it's an overdrive so we are not just speaking you know on a, a shallow level this is not something that you can take lightly this is something that brings much attention your antennas need to be on full force 
for your children and your youth because the youth is our future and we have to help them to understand that this is a serious matter this is a very serious matter yes and they can see if you are depressed they might not show it but later before kids are very intelligent nowadays and they have the ability to internally try to understand the energy that is being put out from their parents or mm-hmm. from people that's around them. Mm-hmm. It's not all sad and it's not all beautiful for them to get that knowledge. I mean, I feel great that my daughter now has or gaining the knowledge of finance. She's gaining the knowledge of food. She's gaining the knowledge of exercising her body and things of that nature. And I advocate that to the people. Talk with your kids. Teenagers, toddlers, oh, I mean, an infant. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Talk to them and spread the word about knowledge that you have that you feel that can help them as they rise up into the generation that is our future. And like they are hyper aware about Christmas and what might be up under the Christmas tree, make them also hyper aware about the psychological effects of youth obesity. Yes, yes. I mean... This is what Transitional Changes mission is about, bridging the gap of communication. That's right. Talk with your kids, explain to them, like we were saying, there's examples of many things of ways that you can communicate knowledge of a change that we are all in. We're all in this together. And obesity is connected with depression. And a lot of people goes into depression, they, they eat a lot, hurting themselves without recognition that they are doing that because uh, depression is a very silent killer, along with stress. Mm-hmm. So if a neighbor or if you have a family member that is, you see these depression avenues happening with them, grab them because if they have kids, it's trickling down to the youth. Right. It's no need for a young person to be in depression with them just becoming into life. So surround them with positive social interactions. You know, we understand that in addition to making many social comparisons with their peers, it would be even better if they knew the the psychological well-being of their parent which will also help in their psychological well-being and they won't be so sensitive to how they measure up with, uh, against the next person yes my people and so with that said meditate about this hit rewind hit the share button pop some more popcorn and stay tuned because we got a good topic that we got coming up on our next show and we like to go into that a little bit to show you what we're going to get into it is a current event like transitional changes mission is always on and we thank you and can't thank you enough we appreciate that but thank don't go you. nowhere <laughs>
Stay tuned. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.
can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome back to Transitional Changes Mission Podcast Show. This is your host, Queen Summers. And your host, King Summers. If you are listening right now and you are liking the show, the topic, please share us with your friends, your family, the youth in your life. And we greatly appreciate you listening to our show this evening. Yes. Uh, we can be reached at transitionalchangesmission.podbeam.com or you can visit us at our website, transitionalchangesmission.wordpress.com. If you specifically like to point out a few keynotes of the show or previous shows or to talk to us directly, you can message us at tcmissionspeaks at gmail.com. All in all, obesity may result in a number of psychological issues during the teenage years. Therefore, taking steps to remedy the issue through changes in nutrition and physical activity, and also through communication, can have important physical and psychological benefits. If you think your child is suffering because of a weight-related issue in life, contacting your child's pediatrician is a natural first step to getting your child the help they may need. Also, reach out to your social circles and see if you can find solutions through that avenue if not, you can always visit our blog at transitionalchangesmission.wordpress.com. There we have um, different numbers that you can call. They are all available 24 hours a day for binge eating disorder, anorexia, bulimia. We all have these numbers available at our fingertips now. So again, that information is available at transitionalchangesmission.wordpress.com. Scroll down, click on the blog. Yes, my people. And don't forget, put that exercise in. That's one of the solutions I feel that is a great avenue to try with your youth or with yourself. I really do. I mean, exercise is a great form to work it off. And there are different apps that you can go to your iPhone on your phone and download those apps and Get that internal inspiration to do exercise with your kids. But we appreciate y'all tuning in to that great topic. And like my queen wife said, you can always reach us at tcmissionspeaks at gmail.com. Now, we got a current event that touches my heart, touches the soul of the globe. And that is... A series of No Justice, No Peace that we are adding on called Racism and Income Gap. That's right. Prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group. Typically one that is a minority or marginalized is racism. The Income Gap. Well, where we are at, where transitional changes started at, we don't touch on it with the states. 
which is the United States of America. Okay, because the income gap among countries, now, it is calculated through the gender pay gap. But you can also look at the income gap in the seven charts that are showing a glaring of uh, the simple truth, the economic inequality by gender. Yes, and that is one of the things that we are going to discuss within this episode, which both of them are kind of tricky because they are connected, very well connected. Right. And for the African-American group that is here in the United States, has been filling an income gap or racism that is spread across the globe. And Transition to Change started out with a show called No Justice, No Peace. That was a show catering to the racism attitudes or the environments that is involving people worldwide. Right. But a lot of things has triggered that has spread a movement that is worldwide. We send our condolences to George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, all the African Americans, queens and kings that has been shot down. Sandra Bland. Brianna Taylor, say her name. It, the list can keep going on. We pray that it is a light at the end of the tunnel on this racism. And so Transition Changes Mission want to have an episode discussing it among me and Queen Wife. Yes. And we pray that what we are going to discuss can help people expand their mind on racism, help the understanding of why we why there is a income gap among a particular race. We would like for any international countries or cities that has ability to write to TC Mission Speaks at gmail.com, write a message to us about what is going on inside your culture of the minority that is holding a income gap against that culture. Right, right. The gender pay gap comes up often in political debates, policy reports, and everyday news. But what is it? What does it tell us? Is it different from country to country? How does it change over time? So with this next episode, we'll try to answer these questions, providing an empirical overview of the gender pay gap across countries and over time. And we're going to touch up on the history of racism to lead up to the future in the present of racism today. And that would be from our perceptive of what we see. And here I am, me and my family is African-Americans, and we would give our thoughts and our feelings to how we have experienced it or this normal day of life within being African-American here in America. So as we'll show, although economic gender inequalities remain common and large, they are today smaller than they used to be some decades ago. And we'll get into that next Wednesday at 8 o'clock p.m. We thank you for listening to our show tonight yes. on materialism and obesity. Again, share, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell everybody. Yes, yes. And don't forget now, you do have the opportunity to write us and we still have door open for any 
particular topics or episodes that you would like to let Transitional Changes have an episode about, you are free to write that message at tcmissionspeaks at gmail.com. And we appreciate all that everybody is doing with Transitional Changes Mission. We can't thank you enough. We really appreciate that. And we are on a forward movement. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, this is your host, Queen Summers. With your host, King Summers. Have a great night. Yes, yes. Love you. Thank you. Thank you for missing to my mama and for daddy podcast show. Out with the old and in with the new. Start your new year with Yahoo Small Business with everything you need to start and grow your business. Find a domain, get a business email, and create a new professional website. Have a business idea and don't know where to start? Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com. It takes a lot to turn an idea into a business. Yahoo Small Business has everything you need to start and grow your business. Get online for free. Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com.